Welcome to Son of a Bit Games. My name is Chris and I'm your host. Joining me today is Khalif Adams, a spawn on me. Ka, how you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to rock. I know we've been playing some Remnant together. Getting yeah, it in man. and, and, and they, making... They gotta and, die. They gotta die. Screw all those damn demons in that game. But I'm excited to be <laughs> rocking with you. Thank you for having me, fam. Yeah, of course. Uh, so, uh, for people who don't know you, quick yep. like elevator pitch of who you are, what you do. Oh, so I've been in the gaming industry now for about 12 to 13 years, uh, done various things within the space, but I think most people know me from my award-winning podcast called the Spawn on Me podcast, uh, the premier podcast spotlighting people of color in the video game industry. Been doing that for now 10 years. We're in our 10th year now uh, as, of, as of 2023. And, you know, I try to be a person who brings some nuanced conversation to the internet and people get mad at me for it. <laughs> <laughs> So before the show, we were talking about that a little bit. Uh, you're yeah. in some hot water for some comments regarding Baldur's Gate and the Series S from Xbox, correct? Lord have mercy. People are up my butt for no reason. It's a reasonable conversation that people have now extrapolated out into me now being an Xbox show, which I have not. I have not I'm still looking at my inbox for my Xbox check because I have not seen it yet. <laughs> and it is not one that's coming because I don't work for them. Um, no, we, we do collaborative stuff, but I don't work for Xbox. But yeah, basically, we're saying that there's a conversation that's 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 being missed in the greater discussion about the Xbox Series X because for, for folks who haven't uh, been paying attention to the conversation, uh, Baldur's Gate, really big game that's come out uh, in the past month or so, uh, is now uh, on PC and uh, will be coming out on PS5 very very soon. And it was not coming out to Xbox because of the parody clause that the xbox team had made for game development basically saying if you're going to bring a multi-platform game over to our consoles they have to have feature parody across all of the the, the systems the xbox series s s and x the bigger conversation has been from devs that have been talking about developing on that system is that that there's been some problems being able to do that and it stifles potential uh, ability to make games on there because there are some bottlenecks from a hardware perspective that they are trying to work through. Uh, the most recent information has been uh, a great conversation from uh, Phil Spencer has come up to say uh, that they have been working with Larian Studios, the folks who make Baldur's Gate, to kind of work around that. And the first thing that was in that mix was that, they, that Larian was going to drop split-screen co-op to be able to bring that game over to the Xbox platforms. And now that they've dropped that, they'll be able to do that. So that has bubbled up a conversation around xbox fans and people who just want to jump into conversation to say the xbox is a and i don't like this term but i'll use what people have used a, a gimped version of of the xbox it's not next gen xbox series x is, is causing the gaming space to to not move forward because of this parody clause and all this kind of stuff and i said that it's a weird conversation because of there being some unrealistic expectations about what the s is supposed to be able to do from a development perspective what it can do and Knowing that it's a, a lower hardware spec machine, I would hope that consumers would take that into consideration when going and purchasing that, knowing that at some point you're going to run into a potential wall with you know a, a game that you might not necessarily see because it is a little bit harder to develop for uh, in terms of what people want to be able to do. And people got in my behind about that because that very nuanced statement about one, <clears throat> which I think is a really interesting part, People are fussing about this one feature not being in a game, one which I don't think is a feature that most people care about and use. Two, um, 
the folks who are mad about uh, Baldur's Gate not coming to Xbox are not going to get Baldur's Gate on Xbox. So the biggest thing that people are fussing about should be, wow, or talking about is, wow, this game that wasn't going to come over to our system is now coming over to our system and we're going to be able to play it like everybody else, which should be the story. But now we have split screen stands who are out here who are like, I'm standing for split screen gaming. Oh, this is the only thing I care about. This means that the, the, the Xbox Series S is not performing and not doing what it's supposed to do. And the last part of that is then to extrapolate that out to say that Xbox was lying about their initial marketing and their continued marketing around what this console can do and what this game is. It's a lot of really weird levels of not understanding some of the ways that this works in terms of what marketing is, is, is saying and what that means, <clears throat> what the difference is between uh, uh, a feature set from hardware and what that means from software, because those two things are very different. Mm-hmm. And it's this standification of things that people don't really give a shit about. People <laughs> will talk about things that, like this goes back to a conversation that I've had for years about as much as people talk about certain features that they really care about and they will tout about feature parity and all this kind of stuff about some things. When it comes down to brass tacks, most people don't even use that stuff. Like backwards compatibility was a huge thing for at least a generation and a half. And a lot of people, when they really think about that, they actually don't care about backwards compat. There's a conversation there that's big about uh, 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 preservation and restoration of games because that's huge. But most of the people who talk about backwards compatibility and be like, why is this not in here? And why is this not thing? This, this, I'm being cheated out of a process or cheating out of an experience. Most of those people don't even use that stuff. So there's a lot of conversations in there that are extremely nuanced. And if you pay attention to the way that development works, you pay attention to the way that the language that a lot of the marketing has come across has said, I don't think that Xbox is lying. I don't think they have lied. I think the feature set that they have talked about as being next gen is still within the ecosystem on both sides of the equator for the X and the S. And a lot of people who are in my mentions in my in my ass right now have have poor reading comprehension and they're not paying attention to the actual conversation here that, <laughs> that we're trying to have. So it's a lot of stuff that, that's in that mix that I think is really, really funny and silly and doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, I see a lot of the uh, community <clears throat> of gaming as a whole get very invested in the console war idea that we've had since you know forever yeah but the thing is i think people fail to realize that the war is pretty much over because sony and microsoft and nintendo they're all playing very different games yeah like nintendo hasn't cared since like the gamecube about keeping up and trying to compete and then you have playstation who's still old school making single player narrative driven games that we all love and you know i love their exclusive games i'm not I'm, I'm console agnostic. I have everything. Uh, but Xbox is not concerned about you buying their Xbox anymore. They're like, come subscribe to Game Pass. That's where we actually want you. We don't care if you buy our console anymore because now they're what? They shipped um, cloud streamings directly on Samsung televisions now. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm sure those will probably go everywhere eventually. Yeah. And as far as the Series S and X conversation goes, um, I've said since they announced them that I thought ultimately as a gamer who cares about next gen and cares about graphics. And I've always been very much like, I want to see developers push it as hard as they can, as far as they can. I said, I really wish Xbox would not have launched a series S console because I want to see all that power get used. And if they have to develop for a lower spec, it's 
you know, it's potentially holding back. Ideally, though, I'd like to see consoles kind of mimic PC gaming in a way where, hey, Series S runs it on medium settings and the Series X runs it on ultra settings. And, you know, occasionally, you know, I remember back in the day when I first got into PC gaming, like Arkham, uh, my buddy showed me Arkham Asylum on his computer and it had like all this NVIDIA tech in it that gave you like blowing papers and, you know, high, high tech fabric and crap. And I remember being like amazed because consoles didn't have that. Right, right, right. And, you know, now we have these consoles that are so powerful, but people want to point their fingers, but they need to keep in mind, like you saw developers developing for the Xbox One and PS4. There's been cross look. There is still cross platform, cross gen stuff that's out that is still pretty good. Like people use the uh, Horizon, uh, Forza Horizon example for a game that is done really, really well. Again, that's a first party title, so they have a lot more resources to be able to get all the juice out of all of those consoles in the ecosystem. But it winds up being a really interesting thing where I think the thing that makes me laugh about the people who are mad about these conversations is we're now in year two two and a half almost three of this new console generation right Mm -hmm. if you bought an xbox series s at the beginning of the the generation and now you're upset i i don't think that well there's a little bit of buyer's beware across all of this right if you're being if you're being reasonable i am a person who is who has raised his hand all the time for being a guinea pig Right, yeah. I am a I am person <laughs> who is it. I am a first adopter. I will spend money early, and I will listen to the marketing, and I will buy into the marketing of what is being said during that process because I am a person who wants the new shiny thing. Mm-hmm. But I can also admit that I I take a lot of time to research what I'm going to buy. I take a lot of time to poke at a bunch of different sources to to get, and also I wait. There is nothing wrong with waiting for all the people who are mad about this, who are the first adopters. I, I, the argument doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. The other part of this that makes no sense to me is to understand, again, this is a thing we have seen before happen. We are constantly moving in terms of technology past different levels of goalposts, right? Mm-hmm. The conversation that happened right now about, the Xbox Series S being a lower spec machine and people being not able to fully develop for it in that conversation was one we saw last generation. And that wind up being a thing where Xbox took the time to, to talk to developers, to work alongside them like they're doing right now with Larian and say, well, what are the things that we need to do to open up this system and open up this ecosystem a little bit more for you to be able to do that? Uh, work that you want to do so that we can pull your game over to our system. If any conversation, if anything that should bubble up from this, my hope is that this changes at least or opens up or broadens at least the conversation internally for developers to be able to not have to worry about that parity clause. Does the parity clause potentially cause some issues for developers? Absolutely. That's a, that's a reasonable thing for fans to get mad about, right? Yeah, but for sure. But for you to say... Xbox lied about their marketing from the beginning without understanding all of the factors that go into the, the the ways that hardware consoles are made. Hardware console specs are originally always aspirational. You're always looking at the future and saying, here's a thing that we want to get to, knowing 
that right now in the current state of the world and in this uh, uh, in this part of where we are in terms of the, the the timeline, no one is hitting some of the stuff that 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 was touted as next gen in the fullest way. No. All games don't have ray tracing. All games are not four K four K sixty. We the, the, these game these consoles potentially are capable of eight K gaming. We're nowhere near eight eight K gaming in terms of any of those conversations. So for people to get mad again is weird because. This isn't a problem of the Xbox system and the Xbox ecosystem of saying, well, we could have just thrown this into it because you then have to balance out um, how much the system is going to cost in comparison to what the previous system cost. People were mad at the, the the pricing of the Xbox Series X when it first came out, and they still are mad about it now, even though you get a pretty premium system to be able to do a lot of stuff in. It's a really interesting conversation of how not only people have this weird MIB blinky thing happening, <laughs> about how how things work but also get really mad about the process of how all of these things transition throughout the life cycle of a system so it makes me it makes me laugh because small the people who are in my mentions right now many of those folks are not young random people who aren't tech savvy they are people who have been in the in the gaming ecosystem as players for a long period of time and have bought multiple systems across multiple years and it is the same thing that we're seeing happen over again, which isn't a problem of the platform holder. They have the power to give resources to developers at some point to say, hey, and this is maybe, again, I don't know what the conversations are behind the scenes. I am not an Xbox employee. My hope would be Xbox and Larian get into a room. Larian is like, yo, we want to bring our game to your console. They're saying, hey, we have par- we have this parity clause and you can't do it unless you get parity. They f- they figure it out until Larian is like, we hit a real hard wall and we can't do this. What can we pull to be able to get this done? While also Microsoft and the folks who are working on their side is saying, what other resources can we give you to get here? Right. That's yeah, the perfect sure. scenario that, that we would land in. But if you ask people who are just mad for the sake of being mad. They don't look at that as a potential win for anybody. They look at that as, oh, this is a coalescing of, or this is a, a system that wasn't supposed to be here, even though the S has a really important, in my mind, and actually really functional use case, which is it's a lower spec machine that you can take anywhere, has a small form factor, plays pretty much what you want from, from its big brother in, in the grand ecosystem, and to a certain extent gives you a pretty reasonable experience. Yeah, um, I think the Series S, a lot of people don't think about how small it is. I think a lot of people don't know how small it is. Yeah. It's a it's an excellent travel console. If you're yeah. traveling a lot, you want to take it with you to a hotel, it's great. Yep. Um, as far as the power it gives, sure, it can't keep up with the Series X, but it's great, in my opinion, as a secondary console for people who already have a PS5 and they just want to dip their toes into Xbox, let's say for Starfield, because let's be honest, that thing's going to be a behemoth. Yep. It's much more attractive to pick up a Series S for what, 300 bucks yeah. instead of instead of forking out $200 more for a console that you're not going to be primarily playing on. It makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah. Now, I do want to see Xbox come out with that uh, supposed dongle that they were making for cloud streaming that you could just plug into any TV and have an Xbox essentially. I mean, you don't even need that now, though. Like, I mean, it would be nice to have if you had that little puck that's like, you know, a Chromecast for games yeah. in that way. That would be cool. But also, like, I could I could give you more functionality in a way that feels better if you then... Because, like, 
I, I still wanted, yeah, that, that cloud device that was going to be, but again, even then the cloud isn't ready either. Like it's, again, our eco, our, our, if you're in North America, our infrastructure doesn't allow for real cloud gaming to be a dope. We're at the beginning layers of what that looks like. It's not real yet. So why are people yeah. jumping on that train? So <laughs> I, it, again, I just don't understand the fussiness of around it. Right. I, like, I think, I think people want their perfect world and sadly we don't live in a perfect world and they want it to be this absolutely great experience with no compromises. And that's just not realistic. I mean, like you said, our infrastructure in the United States, especially isn't that great. Um, no. Which is sad because you know we're well, we're apparently a wealthy country, even though we owe money to everybody. (laughs) But it's like, uh, I mean, I cloud stream every day. Um, I use my laptop. I turn on Game Pass and I play uh, Grand Theft Auto Five because my fiance plays on my Xbox and I play right through a cloud and it works fine. Um, You know, it's responsive enough. Occasionally, you get like a graphical glitch where it's trying to buffer and it's a little slow, but like it's good enough and. Ultimately, I just think people, they seem to think, like you were saying, like if, oh, if the S didn't exist, then we'd have all these amazing things happening with the X. Probably not. Cause like every generation, I've been gaming, <laughs> I've been gaming since I was six. My first right. console was my mom's Atari 2600. My second yep. console was a Genesis, and I went up from there, and I've had every, pretty much everything since. Yep. I got addicted early. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. every generation, looking back, it always starts out rough. You always have games that come out the first few years and they're not pu- pulling all the punches they could be pulling. And then yeah. you look at the end of a generation and it's usually where you get the real bangers that really take advantage of the systems. Yep. So like I, when I think about like Xbox 360, I remember being blown away when it came out because it was such a huge jump from the original Xbox. And I remember walking into Electronics Boutique, which isn't even a thing anymore, I don't think. Yeah. Um, and they had like a 360 on display and it was Call of Duty 2. And I remember just being blown away by it. And then you look at like late generation 360 games and they're so much better. Yeah. And, of course. you know, everyone waits out on PlayStation side because Naughty Dog usually finishes out a generation with an absolute banger. Mm-hmm. I don't know what yep. the hell they're working on now that they're going to close out the PS5 with. But uh, I mean, I'd be lying if I said I'm not excited. <laughs> uh, but but that's the thing, though. I think the 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 last piece that i'll i'll add to that larger conversation in the tweet that i shared is there's a there's an underlying current of conversation about how all of these companies are trying to screw you right sure microsoft was trying to screw you by putting out this lower spec machine and didn't market it to people and if you're not tech savvy then you got you got kind of caught out there because there's these all these things happening a thing that you can't say that I think should consistently be said, even if people don't like to hear it, is that if you are so, um, uh, what's the good word for it? If you are so paranoid about all of these companies being ones who want to screw you, the thing that you should never be is a first adopter. Never. You should not. You should never. If you are that paranoid about this at some point, like, because my thing is like, look. Even the folks who are mad about this conversation right now, when did this pop up? Two years into the system, right? Yeah. Two and- years into the co- – in two years – like I still haven't seen a full deluge of people who are coming out from the development community. There have been a couple of tweets from folks in the in the most recent months that are like, it's been hard and this is a, is a hard thing to do. 
Mm-hmm. But that's always going to be a part of the of the process of making games. Like people are going to be more ambitious. People are going to try to figure out new ways to use hardware. People are going to try to have new ideas. And once that conversation then becomes one where they're feeling like they're hamstrung by the current hardware, that's a conversation that happens between the de- development community and the platform holder. As yeah. a as a as a player and as a consumer, there isn't a lot of space for me in my brain for folks who are like, I didn't know. Yeah. Like honestly, that that like that doesn't like that bothers me because what I want you to be able to do is I want you to hold people to hold companies feet to the fire and be like, Hey, here was the thing that was promised and maybe we didn't get it while understanding that the goalpost is always moving because technology is always moving. And on the other hand, you can be a better consumer. You can pay attention more. You can watch people have conversations. You can learn more about the process. You can learn more about what marketing speak is in comparison to what it means when people are in particular. Because like when you're in a, when you're doing a press tour, you're doing in that stuff. A lot of that is, again, trained from marketing speak. You're supposed to hit certain points and you're supposed to do that stuff to get people excited and do all that kind of stuff. The thing that I want people to do when they look at my tweets and when they do that stuff, and instead of calling me a show, which I think is hilarious, is think about how I'm trying to give you a snippet of what this means from the inside out, from at least yeah. my perspective and what I've seen is like, here's what this means, like core gaming experience versus what does that mean from a game feature set? What does next gen mean in the ways that we have and we still haven't really defined? What does that mean? We are adding all this energy to a thing without actual information because we're all throwing stuff at the wall. So like it's a it's a really funny, interesting layer of how this all works. When I'm yeah, trying to tell you, like, use your money wisely and pay attention so that you feel like when you get screwed, you didn't get screwed. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I bought a Series X day one. I bought my PS5 day one as well. Yeah. And I knew, like, I knew doing that. I was like, there's a chance that it's going to be a while before we get really good games to take advantage of this new console. Yeah. Um, I knew going into it that there's a chance that this generation, I feel like, is going to last longer than typical generations, mainly because of COVID and all that. Because I feel yeah. like the console's been out for, what, three years now? About and what? I feel like I just now started seeing them in stores on a regular basis where people can actually get their hands on them. Yeah. So, like, I would say the typical generation is, what, seven, eight years, give or take? About that, um, yeah. I would say we're probably looking at a longer generation. It's probably going to be nine, ten years before we get another console. And I don't think we're going to see mid-gen refreshes like we did last generation. I don't think we're going to get a PS5 Pro. I don't think we're going to get a Series Z or whatever you want to call it. Like, I just don't think it's going to happen because the developers aren't taking full advantage of these consoles yet. Whereas last gen, I feel like the One X and the PS4 Pro were necessary because they were kind of capping off what was possible mm-hmm. and they needed more power. Whereas now we're seeing the opposite happen. So I, I just think we're going to see a longer generation, a longer adoption period, and people are going to eventually realize that like Xbox, I think Phil Spencer just said in an interview last, like earlier this week or last week that, uh, they're at the end of the beginning of the generation is where they're looking at it as. Yeah. Yeah. Like so this like, is a, <clears throat> yeah, I agree. Go ahead. Keep going. I, saw, I saw people saying, you know, Oh, we're at the middle of the generation. I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> you're no. nowhere near the middle. Not even close. Like we are still so early into this generation. It's not even funny. And to, for that larger conversation that we started with, 
it just makes it even more muddy if there are new console refreshes in the middle of the cycle. Yeah, that it just confuses people. It confuses people. And again, it's like if 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 all the split screen stands are out there who are still mad about what that <laughs> means for them, you should be like, no, please do not make another ref- uh, another refresh. If anything, make the consoles smaller in terms of form factor and, you know, work the internals. So you have to, you know, you fix, you know, thermals and get those things cooler and, and run more efficiently, all that kind of stuff. But the actual base technology within them don't fuck with it leave it alone and let developers work towards that stuff and get games really really good so well that conversation won't happen (laughs) but i know that won't won't happen because that's not that's not reasonable no people like the drama yeah they like drama for no reason i'm like come on y'all all All right well now that we've fleshed out exactly why people are mad at you um, (laughs) (laughs) let's go ahead and uh i wanted to talk to you about mortal kombat Yes. I am super excited for Mortal Kombat 1. Yeah. Um pre-ordered the game just to get into the beta <laughs> cuz I just mm-hmm. couldn't wait. And um I wanted to get go back and forth, get your thoughts. Um but first I wanted to ask, um how long have you been a Mortal Kombat fan? God, since 1, since the one? first game in the, in the the actual like arcades. Okay. You know. Yeah, 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 my yeah. first my first Mortal Kombat was Mortal Kombat Two on the Sega Genesis. Mm, okay. Um, what's your favorite Mortal Kombat game? It can include spinoffs. Include spinoffs? Yes. Um, I mean, uh, Marvel, uh, Marvel, uh, MK Three Ultimate was the best. Like that game yeah. had so much stuff in it. Like it was so much stuff. Like all the characters you had, wild, you know. It, it was it was one of the best versions of, and it just brings back really good memories because again that was another arcade game that was like oh my god yeah. i didn't know that you could do all the stuff on an arcade game it was so dope yeah so that, that one was really, really good. okay yeah mine would be uh i have a soft place in my heart for shaolin monks yeah i really wish they would just make more games like that like that was a good idea and i don't know why <laughs> they just made one and they're like okay we're done now and i was like that's a great idea what are you doing like bring it back <laughs> I love it. And like I'm kind of hoping Mortal Kombat 1 maybe has uh some mini games like I want them to bring back like uh what was it Mortal Karting where they had Did the you hear about Mario. did you hear about Invasion Mode? Yeah, I'm super excited for it. Um yeah. I actually saw that clip and immediately was like, "Oh, great. So I'm going to beat the storyline and then be sucked into Invasion Mode for the longest time probably." Nope. Um so I wanted to go through the confirmed characters that we've gotten so far and kind of rapid fire with you, go over who they are. And then mm-hmm. if we're excited in the game or if we think they should have been excluded. Okay. Got so it. Uh, these are in alphabetic order. So not in, not in the order that they were revealed. Um, first we got Ashra. Yep. I think that was perfect. So I'm having a hard time remembering who the hell Ashra is. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't even know that I remember who her from another game. But people are saying she's returning from the 3D era, so that would be Armageddon, Deception, around that time period. Deception, yeah, she was in Deception. She had this really like wild hat. She was. Uh, she had like this really big, like almost looked like a um, uh, version of Raiden, but a woman. Okay, I do kind of remember that. Okay. Yeah, she she was she was she was cool. Again, she's like Deception was a really weird game because Deception pulled in a lot of like wild characters kind of all over the place. 
all I remember from Deception is the opening cutscene and the Edema song that was like the theme song for that game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh wow, wow, that's yeah, that's a good callback. Oh my god, That's that's a deep cut right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think I mean Asher is an interesting character. Okay, they're gonna pull um, pull back. In. Baraka, I feel like he has to be in every game at this point. Yeah, he looks um, good too. He does look really good in this game. Looks I'm really actually, I'm usually not a Baraka player, but I think I might give him a shot this time. Yeah. Um, uh, General Shao, who was just introduced in the last trailer, I am so excited oh. to play as him, man. <laughs> looks so good he like the so minute many, they were like oh. oh it's shao Kahn, but he's not shao Kahn, and oh the yeah. hammer's gone here's a sick axe and the oh. way that he uses it in his moveset i was like this looks amazing he's gonna be a problem he's gonna be a he, problem playing that well, people who are gonna be good with him are gonna be annoying oh yeah <laughs> but he he only has 900 950 hp so like he took an hp hit compared to everyone else I guess because he's so strong, I feel like he's gonna have a lot. And I feel like people are gonna figure out combos that are just like death combos from from the get go. Like if they get you with it, you're done. Well, I mean, it's what you call it too. Like if you think of, and we'll talk probably about cameos in a in a more in depth way. But like with the cameo system and his moveset, he's gonna be like yeah. they showed him with Mon- <laughs> with Motaro, which we'll talk about. But like. There are just so many ones that they've already shown that I'm like, oh no, that combo, oh no, that's gonna be <laughs> awful. Uh. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, next to be one. next to be Garrus. Um, I was actually kind of excited to see. I was kind of surprised to see him come back actually from after the last game. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, I'm not too mad about it. I thought he had a cool move set in Eleven. Um, it was more just in a storyline perspective. I did not expect to see him again. I did expect him to come back from a story perspective, although I kind of wish that they'd pulled somebody else into the lore. I think it's, I think actually in a, in a weird way from a story perspective, he makes the most sense to bring back because he was so time related, Okay, in, uh, you know, you know what his lore was in, in the, in the previous story of like what he was to Chronica and all that kind of stuff. But I, I wanted to see what they retconned him into in this story. That's going to be the interesting thing for me is like, he was kind of the servant to, to Chronica. Now what is his, what is his purpose in this game? Not the, the yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Havoc. I was <laughs> completely just thrown off by this one. I, I remember Havoc from the other games. Mm-hmm. I never thought we'd see him again. I was like, what do you mean? He's back. Like <laughs> Havoc is a, is an interesting one. He has a combo uh, he, that ends with him headbutting you and his head explodes and then it grows back. Oh, his his regeneration stuff is just going to be fun to see how they play with that. Honestly, but, the way, I, yeah, he's not the a character looks, that I was like, oh my God, Havoc. I want Havoc in this game. That wasn't the thing. That was No, that was the minute thing. I saw like how they animated the regeneration for him, oh. I immediately was like, we need Wolverine to be in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. I mean, uh, I mean, their DLC roster is looking pretty r- ridiculous, too. So uh, we'll, we'll get to them. I'm we'll, saving. Yeah, we'll get to them I, I'm passing DLC guys on purpose. Um, we're going to get to them. No reason I'm going to say I'm going to save them for the end. Yeah. Um, so after that would be Johnny Cage. Did you play Johnny Cage in the beta? Yeah, he's good. He's Johnny's, so good. Johnny's man. a monster. He's, he's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I miss, I kind of miss the shadow ball. I, I don't mm. think he had the shadow ball in the beta. 
No, he doesn't I, have it at all. It's not in his. I didn't set. think so. I know he like throws his glasses, and like if you hit him, you hear you get like cheers. And I was like, wow, mm-hmm. okay. But mm-hmm. Johnny just. I've always liked Johnny Cage. I like that he still has a lot of his old moves from when he did have powers, even though this time he doesn't have powers. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite thing about him, though, has to be like his intros. <laughs> the multiple, like, you know, like the, middle, the middle fingers, in, in the jack in the box little finger. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, OK, like I'm all about this. This is cool. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I, I'm, Johnny's just a monster, though. I'm yeah. curious to see about the whole John Claude Van Damme Johnny Cage skin because they haven't shown it off that I'm aware of. I know. I'm, and I'm really like, excited. For I'm that. like, what's that look like? Like, is it cool? I hope it's cool. Mm-hmm. I will say, I mean, um, no, the going. next Sorry. the next character on the list is Kenshi, and I will say, I was disappointed a little bit because I he his his move set is fucking ridiculous. First off, yeah. um, but. In the trailer, you see him fight Johnny and he's wearing like a suit and he looks like he's out of like, he basically looks like he's Kiryu from Yakuza. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, I like that. Like, I like that he's not like wearing like the blindfold and stuff. And then in the beta, it's like, here, here's, here's what you're expecting. Here's the red and the ba- and the blindfold. And I was like, can I have the other outfit? And they're like, well, it's in the real game. I was like, but give it to me now because I don't want to play as him in this <laughs> outfit. Yeah, his, his, his uh, Yakuza outfit is going to look, his tux is going to probably look really, really good. Like that. I, I was getting, badass. I was getting wrecked by Kenshi so bad in the beta. Yeah, he's hard to play against. He has a lot of tricks. Yeah, I just think it's because I didn't play as him and I didn't learn his move set, so like I didn't, I just didn't know what to expect, and then I was just getting rolled. <laughs> I got, hard. I got rolled, I got rolled a lot anyway because I'm not like a pro level fighting game guy. So like I was just, if I had some matchups, I'd won pretty easily. It was like there was no in between for me. It was either I I wiped the floor with them or my opponent just wiped the floor with me and I got mad about it and then moved on. I wanted to fight you, but there was no way to invite you to like play against me. And I was like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. They they, they were like, we're not going to spend time on that. <laughs> so when it so when it's out, we're going to have to have a fight. <laughs> oh, we're definitely get some games in for sure. Like that'll be easy. Um, so katana. Did you see any katanas during the beta? Because I did not. Yeah, yeah, there's a couple. Um, I, did, I, then, I didn't find I didn't find a single one. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, Katana's rough too. Like, it will, it we'll talk more about the, the the specific stuff in that in that conversation. But I think what is wild about Katana now is just like she has so many options. She has so many mid and and long range options. Like everybody just thinks about fan and you know throw fan all the time. But like, yeah, her her mid range stuff is nasty. Because she just has a lot of stuff that just like pulls you out of the air and, and keeps you away, so it's it's pretty good. Okay, um, Kung Lao. Um, I feel like he ha- is another character that has to be in every game, just like Katana and some of the others. But I, I feel like there's nothing too exciting with him. He's he does pretty much what you expect him to do. Yep. Um, Lee May. I actually really liked Lee May when I fought. Ag- I didn't play as her, but I fought against her quite a bit, and her move set looks really cool. I feel like there's a chance for some really cool high level play to watch like tournaments and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lee May is good. Lee May is like one of the best new characters I've ever seen in Mortal Kombat. She's yeah, she she's solid for sure. Yeah. Uh, Liu Kang made me rage quit during the beta at one point. <laughs> um, there was this there was this guy I was fighting and he was doing the spa- he was spamming because of course he was. Yep. Um, yep. He was doing the 
full screen dragon flame attack and then yep. he would do the lunge attack that should be raiden's move and he yep. just kept doing them over and over and over and i just could, he had it comboed to the point where i couldn't even like get a like i couldn't even get a recovery animation off before he hit me again and i was oh, like man. okay I was like, screw this. I am so done. And I just turned it off. And I was like, that's it. <laughs> got to use your breakers, man. You got to use your breakers. I know. I, did, I, I didn't spend enough time. Once the real game's out, I'll go into training mode and I'll actually practice. Man, I don't like practice. I, I don't like practicing in arcade, in like arcade mode because like I don't want to pause a bunch. And I was trying to get some footage uh, to post, which I do have some, but uh, I didn't post it yet. But I was trying to get some actual matches recorded. Um. Melina, I know Melina is one that a lot of fans have been asking for for a long time. It feels like, even though I feel like mm-hmm. I just saw her not that long ago. <laughs> I mean, she's been but, coming up a lot in the story mode stuff. The yeah, that and been showing. people really wanted her, and I think, I think the twist that they're doing with her backstory and the way that she becomes Melina is really interesting. I'm actually really excited to see the changes to the lore. I think that's what I'm most excited about about the whole game. Is like. Mm-hmm the twist they're doing yeah but uh outside of that i mean raiden being the champion and being like a young kid instead of it being Liu Kang, i feel like that's a nice twist i really like it and he looks mm-hmm. fun as hell to play i i saw the trailer with him fighting and i was like oh okay he actually looks really interesting this time around and i'm kind of curious i might try and make him part of my repertoire yeah he's good like uh the thing that's going to be interesting about uh, that character, you're talking about which one to get Raiden Raiden. Uh, who, who is my main in most games? Um, yeah. Like the interesting part about that. And you know, when we get to Kong Lao, that relationship is, is real cool. Yeah. Um, rain. Um, what do you think oh. about the changes they made to rain? Cause he's basically like a water wizard oh. guy. Now he's not a ninja anymore. He's good. Like, yeah, if rain, like the stuff they showed in the combat cast for with rain, he's gonna be so good. Like <laughs> everything from the projectile stuff to the to the shield, the water shield stuff, like all that stuff that he's gonna be pulling. Like, and and the thing that's bugged out about this game is like this game is pretty. It's like very the pretty. VFX, the VFX that they put on these characters and all that kind of stuff are so good top-notch stuff yeah yeah it that's that's the thing nether netherrealm in my opinion they haven't missed in a long time mm-hmm. i mean pretty much since mortal kombat 9 with the reboot and then everything they've done since including the injustice games i'm just like you guys you guys are ridiculous mm-hmm. yeah it's, it looks real good <laughs> uh reptile i will say reptile looks really cool this time around for me i have not been a reptile guy in a long time because i'm not a fan of the lizard look Mm-hmm. So once he started being a lizard and not a ninja, I was like, I don't really care anymore. But now like they're like, oh, he's both, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think reptiles nuts. Like I, I feel like I didn't see a full version of his. They showed some of his move stuff. Yeah, they like, haven't given us a, a full on look at him yet. I'm hoping for the next combat cast, we might actually get like a breakdown. Yeah, it would be cool because like he does he does the gator roll. Which is nuts. yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, that's so smart!" Like, and, uh, give him uh, give him multiple versions of reptile things that he can do. Like, 
Yeah. It would be cool for he has like the gator role that he does something that's like snake esque. Then he does something that's like, you know, what are the other that, reptiles that, in the, in that the would reptile be really family? Cool. Like, that would be fire. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like the trailer where they first introduced him, like they were showing like l- little tidbits of the story and he's like, you know, talking to us, I think Sub-Zero and Scorpion. And I was like, oh, like I really dig like his character. I'm like, he's really mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, he's Scorpion, cool. Scorpion's in every game. I don't even, I mean, I, I think it's, the only thing I'm going to say about Scorpion is I find it interesting that he's Sub-Zero's brother this time around. <laughs> yeah, they flipped that on its head. And he's not Hanzo this time either apparently and i'm like oh okay so speaking so as far as hanzo goes Mm -hmm. i see i see a uh a rumor mill going on online of people thinking that hanzo is smoke because smokes um his backstory on the actual website like when you read his bio um it basically tells you that his family accidentally trespassed into the Lin Kuei lands and they were attacked and he was orphaned. And people are like, that's basically what happened to Scorpion. Yeah, that's basically what happened to Scorpion. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone's like pretty sure that Smoke is Hanzo Hizashi this time. And I was like, you know what? I don't care. Smoke's my main. He's always been my main. Every time I can play as him, I do. So I was like... Well, do they go into the backstory for, for Scorpion at all about how he makes the deal with the devil? Do they do they um, do that at all? What's no, the, this this that's time around. Really um, this time around, I think it just says, um, "Like his cherished father, Scorpion has dedicated to the Lin Kuei and its defense of Earthrealm." When his father died, Scorpion was bereft. Though he took pride in knowing that his brother Sub Zero would succeed their father as the Lin Kuei's grandmaster, but Sub Zero's unprecedented moves to cast off the Lin Kuei's traditional duties have frozen Scorpion's enthusiasm. He fears that he may one day have to battle his brother for control of the Lin Kuei. Hmm. So, so no, apparently, no demon stuff, no fire demon stuff. Huh? No, apparently it's just like uh, he was born with fire powers instead of ice powers, apparently. And the whole thing there is uh, Sub-Zero wants to make the Lin Kuei like essentially Earthrealm protectors. And that's mm. what he wants. And Scorpion wants them to be old school ninjas, apparently. And they don't agree on it. And I'm like, OK, cool. I can't wait for one of you to. I can't wait for one of you to fight each other. I guess. I mean, we know it's coming. Like, they, well, or maybe again, like the beauty of where we're at right now was like maybe. It yeah, doesn't. we have no idea anymore. You know, like, um, Shang Tsung is a pre-order bonus. I, I guess you don't get to play as Shang Tsung unless you pre-order. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. That's that's especially after the video that they showed of, you know, how his kind of origin is happening. Yeah, I just watched that yesterday, actually, and um, I'm a little disappointed in the fact that now that he's a DLC character that you have to pre-order to get. Like, they'll do what they did before; like you'll be able to buy it. But I mean, sure, I I don't know. I I'm against this like that practice. I don't like pre-order bonuses being something that other people can't get their hands on without paying money. Sure. I'm like, I prefer when it's a cosmetic or it's something that doesn't matter. But like locking an entire character behind a pre-order is kind of anti-consumer and i don't like it especially when that that kind of integral to the mortal Kombat space like yeah kashang wasn't that good in the in the previous game at all and now with this ability to have a new version of him that we haven't seen his moveset yet 
Yeah. Which I'm really excited about. Like, because the, they didn't go into like the morph into every character version of it no. in the last game, which was missing. And if they can pull that stuff back and seeing how wild they've been thinking about movesets and stuff like that, if they don't do that for this character, that's a huge missed opportunity because he's he has the perfect timing now to come back and be an even wilder version of Shang Tsung that we've never seen before, which is going to be dope if we can get it. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Um, my favorite thing about Shang Tsung in Mortal Kombat 11 was whenever they gave us uh, Kiri Ta- Taga- Tagawa as yep. a skin. I was like, that's yeah. amazing because yeah, I don't yeah, care what anyone says. I know people like to make fun of video game movies and how they all suck. Mortal Kombat 1995 is a masterpiece. Yeah, that, that's an amazing movie. I love that movie. <laughs> um, so we have uh, Sindel, which I really like what they've done with her. She isn't an evil person this time around, apparently. Um, by all appearances, she is like a good queen to the, uh, you know, to Outworld. And I, I'm glad that like uh, her and Shao don't seem to have a weird relationship going on like they did in MK11. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Overall, I was like, you know what? She's cool. I'm really mad at whoever designed that uh, fatality, though. Did you, did you <laughs> the legs. The it legs was, are was, gone. That was unpleasant to watch. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I felt that for everybody who has another <laughs> regions. Uh, that was not okay. Um, was so outside of that, uh, I know I touched on Smoke a little bit earlier, but Smoke, uh, his breakdown I watched and his moveset, just looks so cool it's all mix-ups it's all just Mm -hmm. he has a lot of options from all over the screen this time around um i really like that they gave him a karambit because you don't see that too often in games i feel like and i'm like that's awesome yeah the only thing i don't like is i I hate his haircut (laughs) what you don't like is he got the little he got the little boy band cut come on i don't like i don't like the boy band cut man i would have i would have been happier they just gave him like the um leather nylon hood to cover his hair up like old school mm. ninjas had back in the old days yep. i'd be like just give him that i don't care like this is fine <laughs> or or give him his long flowing smoky locks from mk9 again i hated those those sucked i didn't like those <laughs> at all i hated those i was like just give that man a, a, nah, a ninja-esque man. cut give him give him my haircut he got the hipster cut i have i have yeah, the undercut right. going on I'm, I'm okay with that i'll rock with that uh tanya i actually don't think i noticed that tanya was announced um i don't think i care <laughs> i don't really care about tanya either i mean tanya's i think tanya is a uh cameo i think or is she is she um, actually main roster she she's listed as main roster here interesting um i feel like i okay maybe i saw it and just don't remember yeah i don't but, remember uh, her being announced but i guess she oh. was i don't know <laughs> she was i do remember now because she was like early early on actually she was like one of the first characters who came out in one of the first videos okay. about mk1 so yeah. i still don't care about time i don't i don't she think looks i good. care her character looks good <laughs> like her, her character model looks you know, really I, I saw the, me- the her like render and it looks sweet but like i just don't care <laughs> yeah out of all the characters on my that's the one i don't care about yeah i dig that um, it's not that's not my jam to care Okay, so now we're on to the uh, five characters from the combat pack that have been announced. I'm sure we will get other combat packs. I hope we do, because I am personally not that excited for this one. Um, Oh, really? Interesting. Okay. 
No, not really. Uh, Ermac, I I don't really care about. I know he has a big following. I know people love Ermac. I've never been like an Ermac guy. Huh. Uh, Ermac probably because in, so in a lot of games, he had a similar moveset to Kenshi. So like they weren't that different. And I was like, I don't care. Like, I just, I don't. And then what was it? MK uh, 10 or 11. He was like a zombie. And I was like, I really don't care. <laughs> um, I might change my mind. I mean, who knows? Maybe in this game, he'll catch my, uh, you know, I'll try him and I'll love him. Um, Gotta love Ermac, man. Gotta love Ermac. Ermac is so good. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, Homelander. This one leaked, so it wasn't as exciting whenever it got announced, but it's Homelander, and I don't think I don't think I saw that coming. Um, personally, if I had to pick a boy's character to be in Mortal Kombat, it wouldn't have been Homelander. Really? No, I think I would have gone what? with. Uh, if I want to be What's basic as fuck, I would say I would say Butcher. Uh, if it's not Butcher, I would say Soldier Boy. Give me some Jensen Ackles in there. Uh, mm. If not them, give me um, uh, what was the guy's name? It's uh deep no sean pat <laughs> sean patrick flannery played him it was uh it was the one that butcher killed in the it was the guy with the guns the one butcher laser beamed and killed yeah 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 i, know um, you're talking about. I just i just want him because i love i love the boondock saints movie and he was in that so <laughs> like <laughs> um but no homelander doesn't do it for me not really um i kind of i mean i don't know it's kind of curious because um out of all the DLC characters, they recently announced who's voicing some of the other ones, but they did not verify if it is uh, Jeffrey Star voicing Homelander for Mortal Kombat. I, I feel like they would have if they, because like NetherRealm is really good about the fan service parts. I feel yeah. like they would definitely get him to do the voice for it. Yeah, I mean, I would hope um, so because like they announced for Omni Man, which is the next character on the um, Combat Pack, that it is J J.K. Simmons is voicing Omni Man. I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, they did say Omni-Man and Homelander will play very differently, that they're not going to be samey, and that's what a lot of people were worried about whenever they put them both in, and I can see why, because mm-hmm. they are very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, they are going to have completely different movesets. They're not going to play anything anything like alike, so I guess that'll be interesting. Um, the thing that's weird about both those characters, just for a quick second, is like if you're a big Injustice fan, you can see the quick analog of Superman really easy and Black Adam really easy, but like a game a, a game like this doesn't lend to a lot of air stuff where you're floaty like Sindel no. has it and i think even when Sindel, like air float moves also just don't feel good in a lot of games like this so i'm, I'm it's curious to see what levitation kind of stuff like this means for a game like this for those two characters cuz i don't i, I don't think the I'm one thing like looking at the combat pack the combat pack because we have what 3 uh, superhero-esque characters yeah. because you have Homelander, we have Omni-Man, and we have Peacemaker, which is also vo- uh, confirmed to be John Cena actually doing the voice. Good. I-, I feel like this, I feel like part of this combat pack was going to be the Injustice 3 DLC characters because they were, <laughs> well, because they, like they said, yeah. like there were reports saying that they were working on Injustice 3 and then they shelved it to do Mortal Kombat. Makes sense. Personally, I'm sad because I-, I prefer Injustice. But sure. I, I love both, but I, I, I like superheroes. Like my dream thing would be for Ed Boon to get his hands on Marvel and be able to do a Marvel fighting game. I mean, look, I only want Marvel. Like, I, I don't know. Like the thing I love about 
Injustice is the fact that you can you have all these kind of superhero characters, but the thing that I don't like about Injustice is you can't kill them. Yeah, like that. That's the, like that's the thing that Nether Realm and the Mortal Kombat franchise does extremely well. As much as people don't like it, and they're like, "We hate extreme violence and all this kind of stuff." I'm like, whatever. I don't care. I like. <laughs> I want them to go if they're going to do it with those characters. I want them. You to want get them messed to go all up. Yeah, I want them to get messed up. Like I want them to have that moment where you rip Wolverine apart, but he regenerates. I want them to be like that. Like this. That's stuff why I that's said, man, dope. Wolverine needs to be a DLC character in Mortal Kombat. Cyclops taking a like hitting you with the with the with the laser beam and cutting your body into pieces. Like, come on, like <laughs> do the fun stuff, dude. That's the fan service I want. Go yeah. really gross. But you give you like the rated R Marvel versus DC fighting game is that's, what you want. That's that's why I really was excited about Omni Man and uh, about Homelander because in the series that they're in, they are ruthless. They are gory. They cut people up with their bodies and all kind of stuff. And I'm like, I mean, that's going to be fun to see them do it. This combat pack overall, yeah, feels better than the DLC characters we've had recent, like in past Mortal Kombat games for me. So like I was mm. never really super excited for like RoboCop. I really didn't like uh like Terminator didn't feel that great to me. Um Sure. Who else have they done? They did uh Rambo I think was in was in there cuz yeah. apparently Ed Boon is just checking off the list of like 80s action stars and like throwing them into Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like cuz I'm thinking about it now like Terminator wasn't that good from a like again, I think if you're going to pull in characters like this I want those moves to be really gross and terrible and gro- and gory. Like Rambo's stuff was kind of bo- like his X-ray was kind of boring. Yeah. Like he had some fun stuff that he did that were canon, but like you can't like, if you're going to use them, use them for real, like go all the way out, like go yeah, all out. Don't, for it. I don't know. You, you can't go. There's no half steps. You can't, you gotta go. Yeah. All the way. Don't be precious with it. Like um, use it and do it. So we have Peacemaker, like I said, and then we have Quan Chi, which a lot of people I saw were like blowing up about Quan Chi yeah. being in this game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and last one we have is Takeda. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Takeda was Scorpion's son in the other games, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Yep. he was part of the combat kids that everyone hated. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone hated the combat kids. I, I mean, Takeda was a, a, was a loved character though. He was really, really good in terms of. Yeah. Um, he, I'm, cur- I'm curious if how they change him. Cause I feel like without with Scorpion, not being Hanzo is Takeda Hanzo is Takeda someone else. Like they have to change it somehow. So I'm curious about that. That has to, hopefully they'll give us some light on that. Sadly, the, uh, combat pack characters despite being revealed officially do not have official bios on the website yet not yet soon i'm sure i'm sure they're coming real soon but like again like i think quan chi is one that we were really hoping to come back because his, his stuff in nine was really good uh oh yeah quan, like a, quan chi's always had really sick moves i've always really liked i've never i'm not good at playing him usually but i do yeah. enjoy watching people play him oh He's so good. He was like so good in that game. He was like possessing <laughs> people and then just like making you do stuff that you didn't want to do. Dude, so Mortal good. Kombat 9 was probably my like favorite 3D era Mortal Kombat. I got so addicted to that game. It's really good. I really, I really need them to bring back the tag team co op mode that they had. 
<laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because then, yeah. then you and I could could throw down online against other people. <laughs> oh, just beat people's ass. It would be so good. So good. Uh, all right. So I know uh, we're running a little long, but I want to go through real quick and do the cameos with you. Yeah. Um. So we've got Cyrax. Mm-hmm. Um. We've got Frost. We've got mm-hmm. Goro. Mm-hmm. We've got Jax. Mm-hmm. Kano. Kung Lao. Motaro, Serena, Scorpion, Sector, Shujinko, Sub Zero, Sonya Blade, and Striker. Those are the ones we've seen so far, anyway. Yep. Um, out of those, I would say there's some. There's not too many that I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing that they're here. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like having like, I don't really like having characters i, I kind of wish all the cameos were not like I, I wish none of the roster characters were cameo fighters as well like, i don't like that they threw con lao scorpion and sub-zero in as cameos when you can play as them mm-hmm. um personally i would have rather it been like hey here's all these characters that were like not quite good enough to make the roster but like they're still here right 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 so like you know like Cyrax and Sector and like Frost. I've always been a fan of Frost, but like she's redundant usually because you know Sub Zero is the same thing. Um, but like I, I've always liked her, so I was like, okay, cool. Um, Goro being a Goro being a cameo, I, I enjoy that because usually when Goro is playable, he's bullshit. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't so like I'm, him when he's playable. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, nah, yeah. keep him over there. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Like Jax being a cameo, I'm assuming Jax will not be on the roster at this point. I I, ho- I kind of it's weird. Like I I feel like also Jax wasn't that great in the last game, so I was hoping no, that they, they would give him. Some they more changed love out his move set a lot, you know, because like he had like the grenade yeah. launcher and shit. Like he he was kind of he was Jax, but he had new moves that weren't really like him, like his other moves, and it was weird and. Yeah, I, I feel like the Mortal Kombat storyline leaned way too heavily into like, hey, uh, remember how Jax and Sonya were special forces? Now they're all special forces, and I'm like, yeah. why? I don't, I don't want that. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, 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 I don't know. Like, I, I want Jax to be better, so I keep wanting them to give more, more, um, uh, more tries at it. But also, I'm kind of tired of Jax too. Like, unless you're gonna make Jax like really, really different. He could be, he could like from what he can do. Cause again, they like took the metal arm. Like, does he have metal arms in this one? No. Like they used the version in the game that he didn't have metal arms in. Yeah. Uh, in this in this timeline for it. But he would be really interesting as a retconned character because of his lore and his story to see come back as a main roster character. But unless you do right by that version of it, then I don't care. Yeah, like I'd rather See, him still be a cameo. I feel like Jax. If Jax appears in the storyline, I could see them setting him up to lose his arms for the sequel. Mm. I, and honestly, if they give him his metal arms, I would be cool with him being on the main roster. If they gave him like Mantis Blaze from Cyberpunk, yeah, like sure. give him cyberware essentially, like make him an actual like like give him more than just metal arms give him functionality so he could have really cool combos and really cool fatalities. And like, I'd be all about it or make him a robot, but just don't tell people. Right. Like, yeah, that'd be fine like, too. <laughs> like his head splits apart and does weird robotic shit. Like you'd look at him and you're like, Oh, he's human. But then when he gets his moves set together, it's like, he does weird shit where his arms do and other body parts do weird, you know, oh, robot that'd be cool. shit. That'd be dope. 
Uh, Kano. I'm actually kind of sad that Kano is not on the main roster because I really liked Kano in MK11. Yeah, he was. Um, but you know, cut. Uh, he he's a staple, but I feel like uh, they just wanted. I feel like part of this is they wanted to give him a break, and part of it was they wanted to pull a lot of characters from the 3D era into this one. Mm-hmm. So they were like sidelining certain people, and that's fine. Um, like I yeah. said earlier, Kung, Kung Lao being a cameo, I think it's a waste of a slot. Um, Motaro looked basic as fuck, and I don't think I liked him. A lot of people said that they didn't like his uh, X-ray move, his uh, fatal blow, because it, it was kind of blow boring. was kind of weak. Yeah, it's fatal. But his reflect is really good. His reflect was really good. Yeah. You're right. And that three-tier um, of, of, of shooting, like... Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be annoying to have to fight. Uh, Serena looks really good. I actually think I might play around with her a bit. Uh, the demon lady, right? Yeah, yeah. She has like certain moves where she's not a demon, and then she comes back out and she is a demon, and like it affects her moves differently. And I was like, oh, this looks really sweet. The wildest thing about Serena is the fact that she can take your meter away. Yeah, that thing is nuts. That's gonna <laughs> be hard. That's gonna be hard to fight. Um. Scorpion, like I said, I think it's a waste of a slot because we could play a Scorpion, so I'm going to skip that. Uh, Sector. um, I mean, Sector's... I know he's a fan favorite. People like Cyrex and Sector, even though I feel like they're... The chance of them being main roster is probably very slim. From I don't think that makes me sad. Actually, that makes me sad. I was I was hoping the Sector. I was hoping the robots were going to be main characters at this point. I mean, I like them. I feel like they will. Was it? Nine or t- could you play as them in ten? No, no, ten. Nine. They were the triborg, which was really stupid. This was um, real stupid. Yeah, nine. Nine. Was the one that you nine. Play they were really good in nine. Um, I actually yeah. really enjoyed that. Yep. Uh, Shujinko. I never thought in a million years we would ever see Shujinko ever again. Like, period. <laughs> yeah, I. That was a weird one to bring back, but because Shujinko feels like Shujinko feels like another version of Shang Tsung. Which, I mean, he. De- he definitely looks like Shang Tsung. I saw a lot of people saying they thought that's who they thought it was. Right. Um, it took me a minute, even after seeing the name, and it, it's like Shujinko, and I was like, "Who the fuck Shujinko?" And I was like, <laughs> "I had to do, I had, I had to Google it." And they were like, "He's the main character of the of the story mode in Mortal Kombat Armageddon." And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> <laughs> so that shows how much I cared about Shujinko. Apparently, not Nobody at all. Nobody really cared about Shujinko. Nobody <laughs> again. Shinjinku stands out there. You're liars. I don't believe you. I don't believe them either. There's no I way. I don't believe them. No. Um, Sonya Blade. I'm actually really shocked she's not on main roster this time around. I'm actually happy she is. Like, I'm happy she's a, a, a. But it makes me. The thing that makes me worry about is like, if you take out Sonya as a main character and you leave Johnny in, how does that relationship work? Which is interesting. Do they? I'm do assuming they it does that up, or it doesn't, or. Then that brings up the conversation is where's Cassie at this point? Do they still have a kid in this timeline? Is Cassie um, coming back? Like, I'm thinking honestly that they are going to wipe out all the com- all the combat kids besides Takeda. I feel like Takeda was the only one people really liked, and I feel like they're mm. probably just going to forget they exist. <laughs> okay, we'll I see. like Jackie personally. I used to play as Jackie in MK uh, 10 and 11. I, I liked I her movesets. I played as her. I was like, she's fine, but like. I was like, I can, I can live without these characters. It's fine. But I honestly think that you are going to see Johnny end up with somebody completely different. I don't think he's going to be with Sonya. 
I can rock with that. Also, Jackie players all need to jump off of, of small. <laughs> I hate, I hate Jackie. And then Jackie uh, Striker. I never thought we would see Striker again, mainly just given the climate of the world and how we all yep. mostly feel about police. Bold <laughs> choice by another row to bring, <laughs> bring a cop into the game. But I'm actually really hyped for what Striker can do. Like, Striker has like some pretty interesting setups that you can use. No, he had really cool cameo moves for sure. I'm just shocked because all I can think of when I think of Striker, I think it was in MK9 when he would go police brutality. And I'm like, that's not cool. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't, Mm -hmm. can't, no, don't do that. Like, what are you doing? I don't think he'll do that in this game, but I ho- I hope not. <laughs> they're they're smart. They're, there's no way in hell that they would have that part. But he does get to arrest people, which is going to be. Great. I don't know. I I feel like rocks. I feel like Netherrealm's going to go the way of Rockstar, and they're just going to start being like as just satirical as possible. <laughs> I hope. I mean, look, it's it's. <laughs> I all I all I can say is like I doubt I doubt that they're going to do that part of that conversation ever again. Like that's no, they then cool. they shouldn't. They shouldn't do that. So um, one last thing before we wrap up, I just want to ask you if you could have anybody added to this game, whether it's a DLC character that doesn't actually come from Mortal Kombat, whether it's Mortal Kombat characters that aren't part of this roster, give me one or two people that you would like to add to this game. Oh, man. I mean, they've covered a lot of the stuff that I actually want from the universe in there. It would be, I mean, they've already gotten Goro, so you can't do another Shiva. Motaro's in there, so you don't really need that. Everyone has been talking about meat, which I think is hilarious, as they want meat to come back into the game. Um, I, w- I, I want, it's less about what specific character I want to see, and I want to see what kind of moves they have. Is like, I want to see another big grappler in there that does a lot of damage in that way. And I want to see more, like, the thing that's beautiful about the Mortal Kombat space right now is like you have a really good variety of, of gameplay versions of stuff. Like you have a lot of keep away characters, you have a lot of mix up characters, you have a lot of, a lot of stuff like that. I want another character that does a lot of defensive and offensive buffs. Okay. Because you saw you saw a little bit of that with um, Sub Zero as a cameo, mm-hmm. where he can now put this ice shield on on the, the character oh, yeah. that he's that he's covering, so that it, you know projectiles and stuff wind up not working. I want more of that stuff. Actually, the biggest thing I really care about right now was like, we haven't seen any stage fatalities. And I'm like, I want to see what a stage fatality looks like in Mortal Kombat 1. That's the thing I'm actually like, the most thing I'm most excited about and be like, I want to see next is like, show me a couple of stage fatalities. Because I think how smart they have been playing this, there's a lot of space to do some real pretty wild gory shit. Oh, for sure. Honestly, one thing as far as old game stuff um, that I kind of miss there's actually mm-hmm. two things I want that I wish was in this game. Uh, one is the transitions where you would hit someone through the stage and go to a different area. I haven't mm-hmm. seen that in this game. I don't think it's in. Um, um, and the other thing I actually tweeted at, at, at Boone, not that I'm uh, important enough to get a response, but I did. I tweeted him a while ago and I said, hey, um, when they first announced this game, actually, and I said, hey, is there any way, like, are you guys bringing back the gear system from 11 mm-hmm. and uh the more we look the more it's like no it's not it's not in this game and yeah. i'm actually a little sad about that because i really like the gear system 
Um, I didn't mm-hmm. necessarily like that it, it, that it changed stats. I just like the customization options because I like being able to be like, oh, this is my Sub-Zero and that's your Sub-Zero and they look different. Like Dude, For that, yeah, I agree. But we do know that there's different skins that you can unlock in that uh, Invasions mode. So hopefully there are skins that actually make them wildly different and they're not just palette swaps. Mm. Um, outside of that, character-wise, I want... I, I, Ed, Ed Boon, put Wolverine in Mortal Kombat, please. Like, <laughs> there's a rumored Mortal Kombat Marvel <laughs> combo collab at some point that just never well, happened. But like, you know, it's got to happen, right? I mean, Ed, Ed Boon literally said like four years ago at this point, he was like, "Yeah, I met with Marvel, we talked," and that's, yeah. that's all he said. And I'm like, "What did you talk about? What What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> and then just just recently, he said, "Oh, like someone's like, if you can make any game, what would it be?" He goes, "I want to make a DC versus Marvel fighting game." And I was like, "Do it then, like make it happen." <laughs> I let, mean, look. Let, let me let me beat down Batman and Spider Man. Like, let's do it. If if they could figure it out, I'd I'd be the first one online to be like, please, please, please make it happen because it would be so freaking dope. But. <laughs> we'll, we'll see the, the good thing is like when's the game dropping it's dropping in what another month or so yeah yeah it's uh it's actually like two weeks is three it two weeks. weeks from now uh oh my God. yeah two three weeks yeah i believe i believe so we'll have the full roster ready to to, to be able to play and, and dig into like i think that's going to be the thing that's going to be the most wild is we're going to have all of those things in that mix to be able to, to really play around with and get some chance to get in so that has me very excited in terms of what that what that's going to wind up being. Yeah, because we are as of Thursday, it's two weeks, two weeks exactly uh, till the fourteenth, which is when early access starts for people who buy the ultimate one hundred and ten dollar version. Which, let's be honest, I'm going to do it. I have to. I need to play it. I need. I need this game in my life. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm dying to to get my hands on. Like I've been. I, you know, I'm lucky enough to usually go to some of these uh, kind of opening parties or I know, events I need, for, for games I, I, and like, stuff like you are where I, stuff. You are where I am I aspiring like, to get to, which is why I'm glad we're friends. <laughs> keep going. Keep, go, keep going, man. You're, you're, you're well on your way. Um, I think one of the, the, the things that's going to be uh, cool, I was like, I usually don't care if I don't get into certain things. If I don't get into this thing, I'm going to be sad. Like, I, I'm like... I'm like whoever who has the you know decision making power to give me an invite to a MK1 launch event, please let me know because uh, I, I need that. Yeah, you asked me uh, whenever we first started talking, and I told you I was trying to do a podcast, and you asked me like, "What's your goal?" And I think back then I said, "Oh, I just want to get review codes for games." Mm-hmm. Um, and then I thought about it more, and I realized, no, I actually want to be a respected figure in this industry. And I want like I want to get to the point where people listen to my show. I want to get to the point where I can meet some of, you know, Phil Spencer and all these execs and hopefully people who Mm -hmm. I've looked up to for a long time. Like um, I think I told you, like the kind of funny crew is like on my bucket list. Like I need I I need to go on kind of funny. Um, I decided to be cheeky the other day and uh, Ryan McCaffrey was like, I'm stuck on a plane. Ask me anything. And I was like, can I be on Unlocked? He was like, maybe that's the way it works. I'll take it ask you gotta ask man like that's the the beautiful part about the space right now was like everyone is so close to the fans and to the folks who are like in the industry or you know adjacent or trying to get in you never know at this point you can ask well it's one of those things like 
you know, it's like, it's, it's like walking a fine line that like, I don't want to come off. Like I'm, Oh, I'm only talking to you because I want something from you. But at the same time, I'm a fanboy and I, I tend to fanboy a little bit. Like, like if I ever got to go to game awards, I'd be geeking yeah. out the whole night. I'm sure. <laughs> um, and you know, it's like, I, I'm going to like, whenever I get bigger and I have an actual like follower count and I can like have some more pull to get bigger, like big guests on, uh, one of my like bucket list guests is like, I want to get David Hader. Yeah. I just want to talk to David Hader just because I love Metal Gear Solid. And I'm like, come here, David Hader. Let's talk about that in the Giver 2 because I don't know mm -hmm. if anyone knows you were in that, but uh, you were in the Giver 2, man. David Hader, it is, at this point, you could probably tweet at David Hader and get him on your show. The thing that got me my first big guest was me just asking. I was like, Adam Sessler, can you be on the show? I like your work and I've been a fan forever. And he was like, oh, yeah? Okay. And, it, and that was the first big guest that we got was Adam Sessler. Adam Sessler, Morgan Webb, and Kevin Pereira were like the first like actual people that I like looked up to in the industry. Like I used to watch X Play and you know G Four TV all the time. And back whenever G Four uh, relaunched, I was like, "Damn it! If only I was a co content creator, I could have been on G Four. And then it, we saw how that went down. So you know, bullet dodged, I guess. A little bit, yeah. But I think again, it's like you shoot your shot. We are in the world of shooting your shot working. Uh, as long as you keep your nose clean and you put out good work, like people will, will respect that and, and give you, give you a chance. Yeah. I'm trying to right right now. My personal development goal is to stop swearing so much because I'm concerned that swearing too much will ruin opportunities for me. So I'm trying not to swear like a sailor, which is hard when you've been swearing like a sailor since you were 13. Same. I mean, it's, it's, I call it, I call it purposeful swearing. Like, Pick your, you pick your swearing spots it makes it it makes it more impactful that's the way i usually say it yeah for sure well i want to thank you for coming on uh this has been really fun we gotta do it again sometime whenever we both have more time to actually like get into the nitty-gritty and talk about it um and whenever you're not busy being a rock star on ign <laughs> i'm trying i'm trying i'm trying to do well by it we'll see we'll see what happens now that now that everyone's like well he's a shill so he can't He's he's defending a multi billion dollar company because he said a thing. If you're a shill, then I'm a shill. Let's be honest here. Uh, you know how it goes. Haters, haters. I mean, I'm gonna on Xbox you. One. <laughs> I, I I mean, for the people who are mad, you'll it's okay. You'll you'll live. You'll yeah, you'll still get to play the good. thing that you wanted to play. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna follow the philosophy of uh, ignore all the negative people and pay attention to the positive ones. I agree. Let's all be positive influences and not be jerks to each other. Yeah. It's fine. I rock with it but hey man thank you so much for coming on i really appreciate it i had a lot of fun yeah thank you fan for having me again we've been talking about doing this for a little bit and and uh thank you for setting some time uh around my schedule to, to help me get on and absolutely and man. excited to see more more goodness coming out of you and and, and the work you're doing it's, it's pretty fun man hey thank you so before we uh go do you have anything you want to say to people who are listening yeah, uh, please tweet at me at Khalif Adams. Tweet me nice things. Tweet me bad things. Tweet me terrible things. Tweet me all the things uh, over there on Twitter. Oh, I'm sorry, X, uh, which sounds like a porn site, but it's not. <laughs> um, uh, you can check out our show, The Spawn of Me Podcast with Khalif Adams on all podcast platforms. We'll be doing a new... Uh, I have an announcement pretty soon about a new sliver of a show that I want to do that I've been trying to do for a while. So I'm working on that. Um, and we're trying to raise money for our Spawnies award show. Hopefully we'll be able to do that and get some money to be able to kind of, uh, get that into the, into the, into the space this year and next year where we're looking for folks to help us towards our $200,000 goal. 
uh, and you can go to uh, gofundme.com slash save the spawnies uh, to help donate there uh, and help us get to our goal. And yeah, like you'll see me on Unlocked uh, for the next couple of weeks as well, uh, doing some fun stuff there and, and on IGN and, you know, wherever else people will have me uh, in my <laughs> in my unreasonable takes. Uh, they'll, they'll be able to snag me from there. So thank you again for having me. Sure, man. Anytime. You're welcome back. Anytime you want to do it. And that'll be it for this episode of the Son of a Bit podcast. Once again, my guest was Khalif Adams. You can follow him on Twitter. I will have that linked in the show notes as well as the accounts for the show. If you liked what you heard, think about subscribing or following us. We're on TikTok, we're on Twitter, and we're soon to be on YouTube. And if you'd like to reach out and just have a conversation or hit the sticks and play some games, I'm always down.